episode of Chatterbox episode where am I and why am I doing this <laughs> this is Suzanne from SuzanneDecree.com and of course with me I have the one the only Liz Tapia the dark angel from darkbeautymusic.com hello Suzanne and hello, hello listeners hello Liz and hello everyone out there um, you know, don't laugh. You'll only encourage me. I know. Oh my goodness. I mean, I don't know. We're not even into this 10 seconds and we're, we're laughing even before we get on here. Yep. Yep. That's the way things roll at Chatterbox. We spend a whole, what, 30, 40 seconds figuring out what we're going to talk about and which, which, what, uh, what wisdom we have that we can possibly impart to you. Hmm. And then we start giggling hysterically for the rest of the half hour. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's it's there's not a lot of editing that goes on. I have as to you be can honest, tell. As you can tell, because because uh, we're well, so rambling. Look, we have wisdom. We have wisdom. We do. I do have wisdom, um, because I have not had my wisdom teeth pulled out yet. Oh no, you didn't. <laughs> if I have, if I had had my wisdom teeth pulled out. I might not have any wisdom. Well, well, let's put them back in, shall we, and let everybody know what we're talking about today. All right. This week's episode is all about how you take care of yourself as an artist, as a musician, as an artist, um, how you take care of yourself, how you stay creative, how you stay positive, because let's face it, ladies and gentlemen, it is not an easy thing to do we are not trying to do an easy thing here um you know so how do you take care of yourself as a musician how do you take care of yourself as an artist how do you make sure that you still have the energy to do your art on a daily basis how do you make sure that you pay the bills on a daily basis because you know sometimes sometimes art doesn't always pay the bills i'm just saying I know, right? So how do you take care of all of that other stuff? You have such a balance to maintain between creativity and and productivity and real world responsibility and a lot of other words that end in (laughs) I-T-Y. This is true. I mean, that's, uh, it's a lot of taking care of that we both need to do and others trying to do this, whether they're whatever kind of artist they are, whether you're a musician, a singer, a painter, an actor, whatever it is you're trying to do. It is not an easy task, especially when you're trying to make things happen. And for example, I have a day job. I work nine to five. I work Monday through Friday. What and then a I way to... to make a living. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is true. And I have to figure everything else out at nighttime. Or let's see, dare I say earlier in the morning? Hmm. 
Not well, so much earlier. I don't earlier? know what time in the morning because when I call you at four thirty, you hang up on me. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Yes, 4.30 in the morning doesn't really work that well for me, especially since I'm a singer trying to, you know, do something. Yes, exactly. And and sing in probably a very loud style as well. So singing at 4.30 in the morning, not so much on this end. True, true, true. And, you know, I mean, from time to time, I do some temp jobs and some office work. And I've got a friend of mine that called me up and wants to uh wants to get some website uh, instruction because i don't know how many people out there know uh of my sordid and and debaucherous past but uh i used to design websites so uh there's that and anyway i used to do websites so um you know i've got a friend that wants some website lessons and things like that so we tend to diversify i think a little more than yeah, we should that's... like those of us who have left the day job have have uh, diversified maybe a little more than we should just because you know at the end of the day i like driving my car and apparently they want money every month for it or something i don't seriously seriously that work? Oh, exactly i mean go figure huh let me jump in here and i'll talk a little bit about what I need to do, at least taking care of myself as a singer, mm-hmm. from a singer's point of view, uh, one of the things that is very important for those of you singing out there, which I'm sure you already know, is more for those cowbell. Of you... <laughs> yeah, exactly, more cowbell. Well, that would definitely save on my vocal cords, that's for sure. But uh, definitely warming up is key. That is something really important before... I try to do anything that I'm about to sing. It's always good to do a warm-up, just like any athlete would be warming up to do some, before they do some heavy lifting or something. The same goes for a singer. So that's something that I do every time. I mean, the same goes for instrumentalists. Absolutely. I I actually have a 45-minute warm-up routine before I start playing. I do about 30 minutes of warming up, and I do about 15 minutes of stretching. I stretch, you know, I stretch the, the, the flanges, the fingers. I stretch my fingers out. I stretch them. Uh, I stretch my arm, my forearms out. I stretch my uh, triceps and biceps out. I stretch my shoulders out. I stretch my neck um, because all of that is, uh, you know, when you're preparing to sit here for two hours or three hours or four hours or sometimes eight or ten hours um, and play a guitar, you kind of sometimes, sometimes my posture is a little more like Quasimodo than I'd like. (laughs) I mean, that's a really good point because it's the same thing, I guess, for any instrument that you're playing, um, but especially on my end for singing. I mean, I don't do 45 minutes of warming up. I do probably about 20 minutes, but that's a great point because you're not just going to dive right into some crazy, heavy, serious guitar playing. I mean, you're going to get your fingers working and you do play with your entire body. I mean, you use your body. So, it, you know, that's a, that's a really good point because, I mean, it's really important to be warmed up. Um, you know, I, I mean, I go back to the athletes, the same thing, I think. One of my friends, uh, Sharon Peluso, owns the training center over here in Mars, Pennsylvania. Yes, there's a real place. It's called Mars. Uh, <laughs> it's about five miles down the street from me. So if 
any of you thought I was a little otherworldly, no. you were probably right. I mean, that probably explains a lot of. A this lot. explains a lot. This explains so much. Mm. So, but a friend of mine actually um, owns a gym over there. You know, I talked to her extensively about a warm-up routine for the guitar. Now, Sharon is amazing. She has taught fitness all over the world. Um, she was in Germany for a while teaching. She's taught. She used to do uh, all kinds of fitness competitions. She's an exercise physiologist. So, um, you know. Wow, she, <laughs> sounds like, she sounds like she's in great shape. She is. Disgustingly so. But I digress. Um <laughs> You know, I'm in at least one shape, and it's the shape of the container that I'm sitting in. But, uh, <laughs> well, listen, look, when you're doing this as a full time job, mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way to not be in really great shape. So, so, you know, I actually talked to an exercise physiologist about my warm up routine. So it's a serious thing. It's not oh, something, definitely. you know, because I know a lot of people are like, oh, just noodle around for an hour. No, there's actually a specific science to warming up and warming up properly and stretching out properly and doing other proper things properly. Well, I, I would imagine the more you, you warm up your body, the better you can just play. Uh, you know, it's, I mean, to me, it just makes complete sense. I would imagine it's this, especially the same thing for a drummer who's moving around and kicking his feet and all the crazy that they have to do. Um, but I don't think I know any musician personally that doesn't do some kind of a warm up. And everybody seems to have their own routine. You probably have your own routine. Like you said, you, you do your 45 minutes um, of noodling on the guitar and also stretching and doing all kinds of things, which I would think would make your music just everything sound that much better. I actually noticed it. I was uh, taking lessons one time. And I was struggling with something that my teacher was giving me. And I was like, ah, bunch of, you know, vulgarities that I can't uh, repeat on a family-friendly <laughs> podcast were spewing forth from my lips. And uh, I was like, so the one day I just got frustrated and just whipped out my old, uh, my old warm-ups, which, by the way, I have graciously put up on uh, on my website for you on the freebies page. I think it's the freebies page. SuzanneDecree.com slash freebies. I think that's it. Very nice. So, Very yes, nice. you can yeah. get all of my warm-up insanity. I don't do them all on the same day, though. That would be a little too crazy even for me. And, I mean, we all know I am the crazy redhead. So. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> But I mean, you know, warming up is really important. And I notice a big difference when uh, I haven't done this a lot, but there have been times where I just kind of go for it. You know, I just start singing and you can really hear the difference when I'm doing that as opposed to when I'm really taking my time and, you know, doing some warm ups and some lip trills and just all kinds of things to get some scales, you know, just to get my voice moving. You really can notice the difference and uh, I feel like you know I don't have my body quite underneath me for breath support as a singer so it really does change the sound quite a bit probably stop singing while you're standing on your head then (laughs) exactly yeah I wish I could do that that would be one (laughs) heck of a trick (laughs) but it does it just makes a it makes a very big difference and I notice that I just don't I, I also get tired a lot easier 
than if I were to take the time to warm up. So it's, uh, it is really important. It is. And uh, as I started saying before I got sidetracked with my freebies page, um, I was getting really frustrated one day with the, uh, with what my teacher was telling to I was getting really frustrated. I love that sentence. It always seems to make it into one of these episodes. <laughs> I know, right? One of these days is I'm not going to, one of these days is I'm not going to edit it out. <laughs> See, and you guys thought I was the only one Englishing here. See, I'm not the only one. She's not the only one. I just edit it to make it look like she is. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> so, oh, no. um, but I was getting really frustrated. So instead of playing what I was supposed to play, Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. I'm a terrible guitar student, by the way. Um, <laughs> I pulled mm. out my finger exercises. I started doing my finger exercises. And then uh, a couple hours later, you know, after doing some finger exercises and doing my warm-ups, I took one more look at it, and I blew right through that assignment without any problem whatsoever. So wow. it is very important. I, you know, it is very important to get your fingers moving. Um I was trying to play last night, actually. I was trying to lay down a solo over the third song that is now recorded for, uh, not recorded, I'm sorry, demoed, demo version uh, for the album. And uh, I noticed that not only was I not warmed up, but that for some reason, my fingers kept peeling and getting caught in the strings. Huh. (laughs) I wonder why. Hmm. It's almost like they had really, really thick calluses on them for a while for some reason. Huh. Oh, man. All right. So I'm sure the audience is like, what? What are they talking about? So, yes, Suzanne was here at my place when we were doing our live. Well, before we we did our live podcast and uh, I had her doing an awful lot of finger picking and she ended up doing it on a a steel string, uh, steel stringed, steel, steel string, string acoustic. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and that's, uh, probably not the best type of strings to be doing finger no, picking. No, so no, no, her no. poor little fingers are very well, and sore. Um, it's not a problem doing finger picking on an acoustic. The problem becomes when you try and do classical style finger picking on an acoustic cause just ouch and ouch. and on that note i'm going to tell you about another boy so we could change the subject before she kills me oh my and now for a brief pause while we hear a word from our sponsors hi i'm frank am chimney sweep when my wife was pregnant with each of our 19 children i wore a sympathy belly so i could experience what she's going through Now, with the Tinnitus Sympathy Hearing Aid from 4Q Productions, she can experience my life. I'll get the door. Hee hee hee. That wasn't no doorbell. That was fake tinnitus. The phone is ringing. Hee hee hee. The phone isn't really ringing. She's just experiencing the constant ringing in my ears from 30 years of rock and roll. (sighs) Microwave's done. Enjoy the ringing in your ears, courtesy of the 4Q Tinnitus Sympathy Hearing Aid. Get yours now. Shirley, you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. And now, back to our program. 
So let's see. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Drinking plenty of water. <laughs> that drinking was going to be my next thing. Yes. Drinking, drinking pl- plenty of wine. Water, you- not wine. <laughs> oh, water. Water. <laughs> well, at least for from a singing point of view, probably water. Not so much wine because I probably won't be able to sing if I drink too much wine. But Well, I noticed that the more wine I drink, the less I noticed that I didn't warm up. Mm. But no, aside from the jokes, uh, water is actually very important for guitar as well. Um, Water and uh, actually I've been taking fish oil lately on top of that. And that's been helping. Um, But uh, and it's not just because Brian tried to give us fish oil during the Facebook live event that we did. He did. It's not the only reason I was actually taking fish oil before that. Well, it is supposed to be very good for your brain cells. It's very good for the brain cells, also very good for the joints. I notice it helping the joints a lot. Oh, interesting. Um, But water is very important in general, and I can feel the fog. I know um, at the one temp assignment that um, uh, I'm doing now for a little bit, um, the the water is not uh, filtered and tastes a little bit like muddy swamp water. Oh boy. Just a little. So I don't really drink anything while I'm there. Cause I don't trust, you know, that's the same water they use for the coffee. And even though the coffee will cover up the taste, it's probably not really right. good for you when it tastes like dirty swamp water. Well, exactly. Who's going <laughs> to want to drink that? So I, I haven't bring yourself really... a case of water, maybe. <laughs> well, and, and uh, you know, that's what I've been doing. I've either been taking water in with me, or, you know, the first few days where I did not realize this, I didn't drink any of the water. Um, and I came home, you know, and down probably half a gallon before I even realized. Um, mm. it, it is very important to keep everything. Well, water doesn't just keep you hydrated. Water actually helps to lubricate your joints as well. So when you're oh, doing absolutely. a lot of repetitive motion... And when you are singing it specifically, you know, every time you exhale, every time you breathe, every time you sing, you have, you're expelling moisture. So you need to replenish that. Every time I swear, because I'm not able to get the passage that I wrote for myself and I have to practice it a billion times before I get my fingers to do that. I'm expelling moisture. Yeah, I mean, I don't think people realize how important drinking plenty of water is. And especially, again, for me, uh, as far as, well, I mean, for all of us, but for me in singing, it really helps to keep the vocal cords hydrated. And that's really important because you want that. So I do, again, notice a difference when I'm not drinking water as opposed to when I am drinking water. And everything seems to be just a little bit easier. It's just something that is a good practice to get in whether you're singing whether you're playing actually no matter what you're doing it's it's great practice to just drink plenty of water it is very good practice um we all know one of my favorite hobbies to uh to keep myself happy and healthy and creative is to organize ah organization i love organization liz actually just got a picture of some of my organization this week Yes, uh, I have a uh, I had a storage unit built because, uh, well, I needed a uh, some place to put my guitar cables and headphones and tripods and stands and wine. 
<laughs> of course, the wine. Now, the really cool thing. Wait, did you just take a sip of wine? No. <laughs> I would never. I would never. Friends don't let Are you friends sure about drink that? in podcasts. Okay. Friends don't let friends drink in podcasts. All right, I'm just Daniels. checking on you. I'm just checking on you. You heard her. Uh, so I needed a, a storage unit for all of my stuff and because I, I belong to a wine club, so my wine comes in in a box of like 12 or 15 bottles. So <laughs> I needed someplace which to you put that bringing around. You could always which I take to, to the Tower of along with a couple of <laughs> exactly. to the Tower of Marcoom with a couple of pounds of coffee. That's right. Which I understand are gone now. Yes. The the wine was gone before I left. There was a little <laughs> bit of coffee left when I was when I was walking out the door. The coffee was so good. I mean, it's just gone. It's it's it was excellent coffee. Excellent coffee. Now here's a here's a question I have to ask you about the coffee though. That that coffee is actually marketed as being like super strong, which I didn't notice it being super strong. I didn't either. As a matter of fact, for us, it was perfect. It was it wasn't too light. It wasn't too strong. It was right in the middle, exactly it, the way I liked it. And I mean, the taste was just it was delicious coffee. It's it delicious good. coffee, and that's what I bought it for a couple other friends of mine as well. And they're like. This is really good coffee. It's not that strong, but it's really good coffee. It's not extra strong, but it's really good coffee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is really, really good. And, uh... So yes, I did. I did. Uh, I like. I don't like clutter, and I am, uh, as Liz can attest to, a bit of a minimalist. Um, so I like to make sure that all of my stuff is neat, but I don't really have anything I don't use, so it has to be neat. And accessible. Well, that helps to just make everything that much easier. Mm-hmm. Because if you have to be searching for stuff, and it, it it's so much harder to work like that. So well, it's great I am searching if, for the perfect man and the meaning of life. Well, this is true. <laughs> and let it be somebody with uh, the looks of John Wayne and the personality of. Oh no, wait! It's the other you, you way got around. that backwards. It's the <laughs> You've got looks that backwards. Of, Orlando Bloom and the personality of John Wayne. You have John Wayne. There you go. Uh, it's like, wait a minute. Go. Let's reverse that. Let's, let's, wrong guy. Wrong guy. <laughs> as long as he doesn't have the personality of Sean Penn. <laughs> no. There you go. Um, so that is one of the things that I like to do. I like to keep things organized and neat. And I don't, I don't have a lot of stuff. I mean, I have what I need. I have the, the, I don't have a ton of extra cables. I don't have, you know, I have the guitars. I use one pedal board. I have, I have one effects unit. I have a keyboard, uh, a music keyboard to, to play and you know, whatever accessories go along with that. I don't have a ton of extra stuff and I don't like keeping extra stuff because it's just clutter. And, you know, I, I learned my lesson Actually, when I came back from New York, and I'd put all of my stuff in storage when I moved back here. And a year later, I still hadn't used it. So I took over the uh, station wagon. Remember those? Those are kind of the predecessors to the <laughs> SUVs. Um, I took the station wagon over to the, uh, uh, to the storage unit, put everything in the back, took it all over to the church for their annual flea market, and dumped it. Because I hadn't used any of it in a year. 
Well, that's what they say you should do. If you're not using it and you're just storing it and not really doing anything with it, you're not even missing it. So, And here's the thing. The less time you spend looking for stuff, the less time you have to sit there thinking, oh, my goodness, I have to clean. Oh, my goodness, I have to straighten this mess up. Oh, I can't find this. The more time you get to spend creating. Exactly. Which is ultimately what we want to be doing a lot more of. Exactly. Exactly. You know, we were talking about drinking water, how important that is before. And, and it wine. reminds me of, and, and wine. And coffee. And coffee. And one of the things that we, uh, that Brian and I use here at the apartment is we are always running the humidifier. Because especially when, you know, living in an apartment, the, the heat is so dry and you really can feel the difference. I mean, sometimes I, you know, when I don't have it on, my skin feels like I'm, I'm like a crocagator. <laughs> I mean, it's just so dry. So it really does make a difference. Um, I, I really can feel it. And I can also feel it in my vocal cords as well. I mean, that's another thing that I feel. So just getting back to how important having moisture, water is uh, something that, uh, well, at least here in this apartment, we definitely need the humidifier, so. Yeah, and, you know, I used to live in New York, so, yeah, the, the, those radiator heat, for, for being hot water heat, man, those things will dry out a room. Yeah, it gets really hot, and we're on the top floor of this building, so, I mean, of course, heat rises, and it just gets crazy hot, even when we don't have you know, the radiators, uh, turned on. So, um, that's definitely something that we use every single day. We turn that on and we're, I'm constantly refilling it constantly just to keep, <laughs> you know, just to keep it running. Mm-hmm. So yeah. another thing that's really important is getting plenty of rest. You know, when you're a musician, I mean, <sighs> You know, I don't know where you're going to land on this one, but I mean, some people just go, go, go. But I mean, at some point you do have to get rest because the mind, the body, everything needs to shut down for a little bit and you need to be able to relax and sort of clear your mind and sleep. I notice a lot of people, you know, don't get enough sleep and that's really important. Yeah, I know. Um, I do not, um, Yes, I know this all too well because of getting your phone calls at 4.30 in the morning. Well, I mean, getting them is one thing. It's not like you actually answer them. Well, this is true. Um, but, but I, I know. I, I know. I, I, know, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, because that can I just stress you out. I never slept well. That, that's just, uh, you know, that's like a thing. I was the one that would come home from school in the afternoon and immediately take an afternoon nap. Now... So I sleep a few hours at night and then a few hours, usually early afternoon ish. My, my, my body likes to shut down. So I'm kind of a, I have kind of a weird sleep cycle. You sleep in Um, sort of these snippets, these patterns. Yeah. And, and I find that when I just roll with that pattern, I do much better. Well, you probably have gotten so used to it, but I mean, for me, I cannot... I don't think I can function like that. Like for me, I have to be able to sleep. I need at least eight hours of sleep. I have to get at least eight hours. If I don't get eight hours, I mean, you know, okay, at least six hours, let's say. But I mean, anything less than that, 
I, I'm, I just can't function. I'm just not used to it. You know, one of the problems with a day job and, and um, one of the problems with a day job is that you can't really adjust to your cycle. You know, um, I, I went through the same day job stuff that everybody else went through where, you know, you have to get all of your sleep at night because you can't lay down during the middle of the day at work and take a nap. Um, that kind of never really works for me. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I've gotten kind of a screwed up sleep cycle, uh, much better now that I'm, you know, that I'm free. Um, that's right. You are totally free. And what a wonderful place that is to be. That is a wonderful place to be. Um, but you know, now I can actually learn to live within my cycles and that is a beautiful, beautiful feeling. Um, yeah. you know, one of the things that I've always strived to be is very much in touch with my, my, my body, very much in touch with my body, very much in touch with, you know, myself. A- am I saying the things that I'm saying because of the reasons that I'm saying them, you know? And also, um, what am I, what am I really feeling? And is this really outside of normal and you know, that kind of thing. I've, I've always tried to be, I've always tried to follow my intuition and I find that I lead a, a much happier, healthier life when I follow my intuition than when I do anything at all that involves what other people say is right. So that I think is another very important part of creativity is life in general, forget creativity, life in general. You know, if you can follow what you're, body is saying like for example I've, I've mentioned once or twice on the podcast that I am trying to lose some weight uh, actually a lot of weight um, and you know you read all of these books and you don't eat this food don't eat that food don't eat the other food you know what different foods affect people differently right I find that if I stick to more natural and way less processed I'm good Oh, absolutely. I can't, I couldn't agree with you more. It's the same for me too. I mean, processed is about the worst way to eat. And so many of us do that. Listen, I was eating a lot of processed food for the longest time. Just, you know, a lot of these, you know, kind of grab and go meals and it's the worst thing for you. So living off the land is definitely the best way. And Mm -hmm. one of the best ways to take care of yourself, no matter what you are. And musician just, whatever <laughs> right and just follow that instinct exactly you know if if your instinct is telling you hey don't eat this don't eat it right <laughs> you know uh that that's probably you know you probably want to follow you just follow what you uh you know follow what your body is telling you and it'll tell you what you want to eat and what you don't want to eat this is true so All right. Well, we are going to sign off for this episode. Hopefully we've given you a little bit of insight to, um, you know, our, our craziness, our insanity, and uh, helped you get a little more creative. Thank you so much for stopping by. And once again, I am Suzanne from SuzanneDecree.com. And of course, my lovely and talented cohort, Liz Tapia, the Dark Angel from darkbeautymusic.com. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in today. Please be sure to post, comment, share, 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 share. We love it when you share. And we'll see you at the next episode. But, oh, wait, 
Facebook.com slash groups <laughs> slash chatterbox rocks. Oh, I almost forgot. <laughs> Oopsies. Oopsies. Bye, everyone. See you next time. See you next time. Chatterbox. Chatterbox. Rocks for chatter. Chatterbox.